All right, well, we'll get into the intro bit. Firstly, hi, my name is Brad. Hi, live stream. Hi, my camera. Uh, I am the host of Successfully Sustainable. Uh, this is a podcast all about uh, learning how to have a more attainable, maintainable, sustainable lifestyle. My guest today is Ms. Zoe Prinsloo. Uh, she's 19 years old. She's an environmental activist and the founder of an organization called Save the Fishies, um, which is an organization focused on beach cleanups and other environmental issues, as well as a distributor of a wide range of eco-friendly products. Yes. Product. <laughs> Shout out. Um, in high school, uh, Zoe was the president of her high school's Interact Club and also received the Protea Award, which is the highest award in the Girl Guides. Uh, in 2019, she was chosen to attend the UN Youth Climate Summit in New York City and was recently announced as one of the top 100 African young environmental con conservation leaders. Holy smokes. <laughs> A list compiled by the World Wildlife Foundation, the African Wildlife Foundation, the World Organization of the Scout Movement, and the African Alliance of the YMCAs. So, off that, that's a fairly uh, meaty title. Yeah. I kind of want to get into how that all came about. So, I know Save a Fishy is, uh, is, is pretty much your primary focus. How did mm. that come about? How did that happen? Uh, why did you start it? Yeah, sure. let's get into uh, it. Yeah, so I've been doing beach cleanups for almost nine years now. I started when I was about 10. Sorry, just pull the mic a bit closer to you. Just literally, there you go. Yeah, Is that there we fine? Go. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, yes, yeah, so I've been doing beach cleanups since I was about 10 years old. And um, when I joined Girl Guides, I was so lucky to join a, a unit that was so focused on community service. So through them, I did my first beach cleanups. And um, I did so many. And every time I went, the same things I found, plastic straws, wrappers, things like that, it just, it got to me and... Being so young, I was very confused and I didn't quite understand. And I tried to, you know, figure out a way to help lessen the amount of straws we found, things like that. So I searched and researched and found more eco-friendly alternatives. So it started with like a biodegradable straw, which was quite a while back. That was like the first thing we started with. And then, yeah, through Girl Guides, I started hosting my own cleanups, things like that. Um, and it just grew from there, you know, the articles, newspapers. I started adding more and more different um, products, things like that. And it just grew. And, yeah, I was so lucky to have so much support and people supporting me and sharing my story. And, yeah, from there, it kind of just grew and people found me. And, yeah. Cool. I mean, so firstly where did save a fishy come from the name was that just like how did that come about was there yeah it's what was the process one of my favorite stories to tell it's quite a hectic one um i was cleaning at my adopted beach i call it Millerton lagoon and there's a whole like rocky shore along the side that we were cleaning on and there was a packet that i picked up it was full of water and as i picked it up it started moving so i kind of freaked out a little bit calmed down let the water out and a fish swam out and i was like oh my goodness if i wasn't here on this beach today this time if i didn't pick up that mm. packet that fish would have died in there so it's kind of like a i saved a fishy moment so i kind of try and you know promote that like come to the beach cleanups you never know what you're gonna mm. find you might just save a fish you definitely will like every piece mm. you pick up i believe has its life along where it could do some serious damage. So that piece that you pick up can make such a difference. So yeah, you know, come save a fishy. I love it. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, very, yeah. very cool. Um, yeah. In terms of, I mean, starting this kind of an organization at, um, at your age, I sound so old. <laughs> I'm basically your age as well. 
<laughs> but you know is 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 quite something and yeah how how has it grown what have you learned along the way i mean something like this is definitely full of learnings yeah. so yeah tell us it was so many so many lessons and learning to work with people and i love business so mm. i really enjoy the business side of it you know mm. promoting different products things like that and yeah meeting new people talking talking mm. to people i love trying to share the word and spread the lesson and mm. things like that um and such amazing people that i meet along the way so many people doing these things and volunteers that are so helpful it's it's amazing and i've learned so much i really learned like how to run myself run you know beach clubs things like that campaigns it really is a really nice leadership mm. lesson as well mm. i really enjoy it would you say save a fishy because to me it seems like it's it's kind of both a not I don't know whether legally but like an NGO side <laughs> yeah, of things yeah. but also a for-profit business mm. in the sustainability side of things is it both like which one are you yeah, leaning more towards yeah, it's pretty much both it's it is really hard to, mm. nothing's registered yet so mm. it's pretty hard to find which one but the business side and the organization side they kind of run together okay obviously mm. the organization side runs more because you know we've constantly got campaigns beach yeah. coming up so that's just kind of there like should anybody need i know eco-friendly and biodegradable products mm. are so hard to find mm. which is why i started that side so mm. it's there should you know you yeah. need alternatives yeah so. i like that kind of like the um the uh charitable is the wrong word uh what do i want uh anyways the word yeah. will come to me but yeah. that that side of things is kind of your impetus what's what's mm. really driving everything yeah. and then you've seen an opportunity you've seen a, a gap in the market and you've gone look yeah. i'm fairly well placed to fill this gap i'm not gonna <laughs> you know chase the money yeah, from what yeah, i can tell there, but it's so. you know it, it's providing people with the alternative yeah. for those kind of products Definitely. which i think is such an important thing um for for us to be doing just societally and, and i do think it's it's becoming more mm more prevalent and so many organizations and companies are whether by their own um the goodness of their hearts or market pressure they are i mean either way it means to an end if 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 stuff is becoming more environmentally friendly i think however that happens with the state of the world at the moment (laughs) if it's happening amazing yeah um yeah, uh, so recently you ran a schools beach cleanup with the cape town Environmental Education Trust yes. and the Table Mountain Fund. What was what was that like? What was that about? Um, it was really working awesome. with kids. I yeah. think is. Uh, I love working with kids, especially young kids, because they're so eager to learn. Mm. Um, obviously, the older kids there, they they you get the ones they really want to help and they want to learn, but it's it's a bit harder. Mm. Um, but the young kids, they're so eager and it's it's adorable. You know, they're running around and they, they, they find it fun, Mm. you know, go to the beach, spend a day in the sun and run around, pick up Mm. trash and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, we, um, thank, thankfully with Satit, they provided the grants and that, and we managed to get snacks and that for the kids and games, things like that. So just kind of make it more fun and make learning fun. Um, so yeah, it was really cool. We did, I think eight or nine schools, beach Mm. clubs in total. Um, yeah, we got another one this Saturday, so I'm really eager for that one too. Incredible. Yeah. Cool. I really think it's helping. They're learning yeah. a lot. They're learning. So. Yeah, and I think, I mean, you know, we are probably the generation who's 
for whom kind of environmental concerns mm-hmm. as a generation are, are front of mind or, yeah, or, or, yeah, or fairly prevalent. They spread the word. Yeah, hopefully. and I think so, that's really important, you know, yeah. to be raising that. Are they a different generation to us? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fairly close. <laughs> yeah. There, there is definitely not a lot of similarities. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think it's just so important that, you know, we're reaching kids and and having these conversations about about sustainability and and i I like what you said about like trying to make it fun i think it's super super important it doesn't just feel like a chore and like picking up rubbish yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, you gotta find a way to make it entertaining definitely more fun than cleaning your rooms yeah exactly (laughs) yeah um yeah where where do you see save a fishy going where's Um, what's your plans for the future sure I have a lot of ideas, a lot mm. of campaigns that I'd love to do. I'm working at the moment as well, so it's okay. it's a lot to mm. manage together. But, you know, I'm finding the time doing things like this, trying to give lots of talks and that mm. to schools. Yeah. You know, get out spread there the more. Word. Yeah, spread the word. Um, but, yeah, I think the business side could grow a lot more as well. Okay. If that could pick up, then it's sort of like I don't need a job mm. that isn't focused on what mm. i want to do all the yeah. time i mean if i could get paid for beach cleanups that'd be so yeah, awesome but unfortunately absolutely. that's not our life works so yeah definitely more campaigns and community projects you know not just environmental but taking it out into communities as well and trying to help them as well so, okay cool yeah. uh, you mentioned something about the eden festival of action which yes. i like wanted to go to a few years ago and it's amazing then i mean didn't happen obviously yeah in the same way last year and so i mean is it happening again um this year we actually what's happening just got the email yesterday <laughs> that it was postponed to september oh no yeah. i'm with striking while the wound is still uh yeah it was supposed to be end of june now okay got postponed to end of september September, clashing with a few things then, but it's like, hey, we'll make it work. Yeah. Like, you know, I really want to go. Mm. It's an incredible experience. I would recommend anyone. I mean, you can for, go. for the people who, who don't know, can yeah, you like give so a little a little spiel? Eden Festival of Action, if you want to go and look up on it. It's a, a really cool eco camp, as I call it. And we go and we plant trees and we eat vegan the whole week as well, which is really cool. You know, you get to learn new recipes, mm. things like that. They teach about eco-bricking, uh, alien plant clearing, all things like that. It's really cool. You, They're basically spending a week with like-minded people. Everyone's got the same vibe and everyone cares about the same things as mm. you. It's really awesome. I highly recommend mm. trying to get... It's Green Pop that hosts yes. it, hey? Or yes. they definitely started it. Are yeah. they still fully in control? Yeah, yeah. Okay. As far as I know, it's Green Pop is hosting, yeah. Okay, awesome. cool. <laughs> Have you watched Seaspiracy? Yes. Okay, what are your thoughts? Um, I thought it was really well filmed. I know there have been some articles on it regarding the misleading claims, things like that. Mm. But I think overlooking that, they managed to, you know, raise a few topics that a lot of people don't know anything about. Seaspiracy mm. uh, became quite a big trend to mm. watch. Everyone was watching it. Mm. Everyone wanted to see what everyone was talking about. And I think it was necessary for those that are kind of very close-minded they don't know about the whole fishing industry they watched it they mm. kind of got an inside to it the whole slave labor side of it you know things that a lot of people don't know um it was very good for them to see mm. i think i enjoyed the film it mm. was really hard to watch mm. i do know about a lot of those kinds of issues and that but you know it's hard to see mm. yeah so i think it was 
it was well filmed. Yeah. The way they got everyone's attention, it was very serious. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well filmed, definitely. Yeah, I was having a conversation with with a friend about it as well, and he he was also saying just, you know, it was it was kind of like shock value reporting mm. in in a lot of ways yeah. in terms of like they made some claims that were either from like outdated yeah. data, so it's not like it was technically completely mm. inaccurate but you know yeah. they use outdated data or i mean we all know how data can be manipulated mm, depending definitely. on how you change things and, yeah. and that kind of thing and i mean i, I kind of want to get your opinion on i mean like i said like very much shock value reporting mm. and um kind of sensationalism to to a yeah. large degree obviously the problem is massive mm. and seriously needs to be addressed um but yeah, what are your what are your thoughts on the kind of means versus ends yeah. debates of that where like to me it's you know yes there were misleading things and all of that but Overlooked you know that. did like, the positive that came out of it in exactly. terms of like reaching millions of millions of people uh and and alerting them to the um to the kind of severe state yeah. that the oceans are in Look, yeah, yeah the data might not have been accurate then, but it could become mm. a real factor one day. Mm. Um, I think the shock tactics were necessary because we've gone so far, mm. you know, people, they like to just postpone things mm. and they kind of overlook it. But mm. sometimes it needs to be like right there for people to kind of pay attention mm. and understand. Obviously, you don't, I'd never want to push things into mm. people's faces. Mm. Like... Yeah, you know, you do your thing, but just know like yeah. what's happening as a result of that. Yeah, things like that. But I think it was necessary. Yeah, uh, same as Casperis. Mm. Yeah, no, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it had to be mm. there. It's there for anyone that needs to go and you know look up. So and I think get it, it was the shits good. get out of them every now and yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes good it's necessary. For you. Sometimes good. Yeah, I mean, that's very much kind of. Um, a large part of my personal philosophy mm. on on the whole thing is you know i think it's really important that everyone as much as possible people are educated and exposed yeah. and fully understand the situation what's going on um just in the world around us i think kind of climate change aside mm. i think it's just important to to be aware of the yeah. state of your environment and the environment mm. around you um but kind of more, yeah, that, that people are aware but don't feel, like you said, kind of, yeah, you're not going to shove anything down people's throats. I think yeah. it's kind of like present people with the problem mm. and a variety of potential solutions that they can choose to exactly, take and exactly. just leave that with them. Like, Yeah, I feel like I represent the average person. I, mm. I, yeah, I try and give easier mm. goals and objectives, mm. things to change. So I know... Cutting meat out completely is very, very hard. It's mm. not for everyone. It's so, you know, suggesting meat-free Mondays, things mm. like that. People that, you know, fish is one of their main yeah. food things. Try and have fish only Fridays. So mm. you only eat fish on Fridays, things yeah. like that. So not like completely wiping it off the board because, you know, it's it's hard harder for yeah. some people than others. So yeah, I yeah mean, easier goals. Are you vegetarian? What What's your... So I stick to the meat meat free mondays okay try and do that because obviously um it's harder in my family mm. my family is very it makes one of the main 
you know, things yeah, for our meals. It's really hard to avoid. Um, I know some people say vegan food is, is cheap, but it, mm. it unfortunately isn't mm. that affordable for yeah. our family. So, yeah, um, yeah you know, you got to make do where you can. Mm. I make up for it in trying to mm. yeah. help in other places. I think that's a really important conversation to have because yeah. I think right now, like being vegetarian or plant-based is very, like, it's almost trendy. And, yeah, and I mean, I think that's great to a degree because yeah. ultimately it means it there's helps, more people eating does. less meat but i think it's really important to have the conversation around mm. okay let's meet people where they're at yeah and in kind of the context of their situation and their family exactly. life and understand their life are. and and kind of say okay you can't go vegetarian mm. cool what about x exactly you know? giving alternatives yeah kind of yeah mm. when he goes to meet because yeah. because i think and, and it's kind of the whole theme of this podcast mm. <laughs> um is kind of you know we i think in in trying to in trying to save the world we've mm. got to think about the people in the world and and exactly. how they feel exactly. and for me it's always been a thing of you know if you feel attacked by a group who are trying to get you to join them mm. exactly not you're just gonna go no i I mean, and with a lot of these mm-hmm. things, it's very hard to refute. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's very hard to refute that being vegetarian or vegan is better for the planet. Yeah. Generally, there yeah. are, you know, parts. But but sometimes people go, I agree with your points, but you're being so mean to me that out of pure stubbornness, <laughs> exactly. I'm not going to join you. Exactly. That's why you don't want to, with anything, you don't want to attack people mm. and make it so always in their face. Mm. Like a good shock tactic every now and then is good, but mm. don't like yeah. constantly... You're just gonna push them further and further away, and because yeah. they've been attacked about it, they're like, no. Yeah, and whether they feel it. attacked or just kind of overwhelmed by the pure volume, yeah. of, and like, if you really look at what's going on in the world, mm. or like, it's totally overwhelming. I can't handle. Yeah. Like, I can't handle it. I'll be it's completely honest. It's there's so much going on. There's so much going on that's wrong. And um, I saw an interesting article about how kind of our sphere of information over the last kind of two decades has expanded massively. Mm. I mean, two decades ago, kind of pre the internet's real growth, your access to information was pretty much limited to what was in your newspaper and what was at the library, Mm. you know, and what you could get over very expensive overseas phone calls (laughs) and the TV. Like, whereas now our access to information is essentially infinite. Yeah. Like we can access pretty much any information about pretty much anything in the world Mm. right now. And... Our sphere of influence, however, has expanded, but not nearly as much. So mm. as humans, we're kind of stuck knowing all the horrible things that are yeah. going on in the world because they also make more of the news. And you just sit sit at home feeling like you can do nothing about it. And, That's true. And I think we've got to bear that in mind, this kind of like um, fatigue of, yeah. of, of what's going on and, and, and just being encouraging to people and mm. saying, look, like... You don't have to be vegan and save the world all on your own and yeah. hate everyone who can't meet you, you know, meet you there. It's we've got to be forgiving of people. Our our activism's yeah. got to be forgiving and understanding, I think is really important and Yeah, and I really like that part that you said. Like that's very important. I'm glad that not everyone is trying to follow with mm. the tide and kind of, you know, just hop on the bandwagon mm. and look understand understand it first. Yeah. I think that's also super into. important. Yeah. yeah. Like We've got to fully understand the implications of of one's choices of activism mm. or the way we, we relate. And 
I mean, I had a very interesting kind of insight with um, with a friend kind of around that, and it was it was like I don't like the example was mm-hmm. he you know talking about veganism and the perception is vegan you know veganism is perfect and this is the best thing you can do to save the environment and you know in the broader sense that's not inaccurate yeah but there are aspects to it that are horrible for the planet the farming of quinoa in Mm. peru is destroying that country and it used to be the staple of the poor people in that country and now because the demands ratcheted up so fast that food which is essentially like samp or maize in south africa is too expensive for those people and they don't have their staple anymore exactly every so, part has its yeah, pros and its cons and exactly and and i think it's important that you know we interrogate mm. these things that we're doing for the planet because we often don't think about you know follow through the consequences to to their logical yeah. conclusion and don't and overdo it yeah like just exactly. find a healthy balance everything in moderation exactly and um yeah i think it's just important that we we're just encouraging people to make small changes mm. regularly that they can maintain yeah and they know? don't need to know you don't need to know all of the big words and mm. the big facts and figures like there are so many simplified things mm. that you can find online and i try and become like that middleman like i I tell everyone, I know like the bare basics. I know mm. the same as you. I know what I need to do and what I can do. And that's what I do. Mm. So I think also like intent is everything. Like, mm. you know, if you are going about it with the right intentions and you're mm. being conscious of what you're doing, you know, and you you know are aware of, of the choices you're making and, and yeah. the conscious choices. Like, that's what matters. And mm, definitely. if you make a mistake, that's okay. I think it's really important that in these conversations and, and, and in this dialogue about what we can do, it's really important to be mm. forgiving and understand the other person's definitely context. And, and yeah. you know... A lot of people beat themselves up over yeah. it. And it's not... yeah. And and for me, it's like <laughs> there's a part of it where it's like where it's like you know, if you make a mistake, you know, you're vegan and you accidentally eat dairy, like yeah. don't beat yourself up about it. On one hand, you need to be forgiving of yourself and understand mm, that those things happen. And on the other hand, tell yourself that you're being better than half the other people on the planet. Exactly. Anyways, give yourself a little. You know, you're still you know doing yeah. better. So <laughs> obviously, you know, context, but. <laughs> And it's kind of, I think, like you said as well, like veganism isn't a perfect solution for everybody mm. by a long, mm. you know, by a long um, street. It is yeah. expensive. Yeah. And I think that can largely be because we've been brought up in a way that just all of our cooking and how we understand food is around meat. Yes, and I think, definitely. you know, people, chefs and whatever who spend time and money yeah. investigating this stuff can make veganism cheap. Yeah. I don't I I don't th- I think it's very possible. It is. And you know, once you look at the like meat is a very expensive commodity, but in yeah. terms of if you know how to cook with it, you mm. can make it work. That's true. Whereas find. you know, fresh fruit and veg and and that kind of thing and mm. you know, the the root soys and and those kind of other substitutes yeah. are cheap. But if you don't know how to cook with them, then you're just buying exactly. really expensive, like, m- you know, made up meat substitutes. Yeah. And those cost a lot of money. And people don't always, you know, most people don't have the time. It's really hard to it completely does. rethink the way you cook. It, it is. It is hard. Yeah. 
Like, I mean, I, so I've been vegetarian for two years or so. Nice. And... I used to eat a, a lot of a lot of white meat, not so much red mm. meat. It just wasn't a big part of my diet. But I used to eat a ton of white meat. And luckily my sister is vegetarian and, and had been a bit before me as well. So I was kind of going into it with that context and understanding and, and able to kind of draw from her. Yeah. But I think that's also a really important thing to bear in mind. Mm. If my sister in my house wasn't vegetarian already and hadn't kind of gone through the real yeah, struggle of the being the only vegetarian yeah in the house which i don't acknowledge enough jenna you're a tank <laughs> um you know if she hadn't done that it would have been a lot harder for me to do it and i don't know if i would have done it as soon i'm going to be mm. completely honest that's true in yeah. fact i don't know if i would have done it now you know it's and that's what people don't understand you know i think it's so important to realize that the information can be right in front of you in the public domain Yes, yes, definitely. But, but it needs to be having someone like very close to you who who can help you along mm. with that makes a massive difference. That's true. And it, it's it's very easy to you know be saying, "Well, you're not vegetarian, so why?" Like it's it's so so easy. It's so yeah, doable. What's wrong exactly. with you? Like it's easy for why them can't now, it's but like <laughs> no, you know, when you start. Yeah, and when mm. you start it's really hard. And you know, no one will refute the fact that it's good for the planet. Yeah. Because good luck finding anything to back that up. But, <laughs> you know, it's it's not as simple and, and we need mm. to be understanding of that. And I think it's so important to be like, look, just try be vegetarian twice a week. Once yeah, once a week, meat-free Mondays. Meat-free Mondays, mm. incredible. If more of a, if more people on the planet did meat-free Mondays, we'd see a big difference. Yeah, exactly. Small small differences. Small differences, small changes that you can sustain. Mm. I think it's like a lot of people have a watch Cowspiracy and then go, ah, I'm going to go vegan. Yeah. And then a few months later, it's just like, oh, you wow, I have no energy. My B12 exactly. gone, my vitamin D is gone. I can barely get up in the morning because mm. you haven't your body's not used to that your body's like whoa where's my exactly, protein exactly that sudden where's like cold mine? turkey it's crazy exactly. and it's not not healthy it's not healthy mm. and it's not sustainably sustainable mm. yeah <laughs> you know exactly and and i think it's important that that we encourage those you know those actions where yeah. it's a small thing you can implement it into your routine and you can keep implementing it mm. without it being a big thing on your life like a, a major load on your life yeah um, exactly. So, I mean, yeah, getting into that, I mean, for, you've got a, a good list here, but <laughs> what kind of, and sorry, I'll re-come into this, but in that, I think it's really important that companies get to create products that are sustainable. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important that companies all try to attain that where possible yeah. and try to just make those small changes exactly look they're at the top of the line like they're yeah. at the top of the food chain yeah i can't tell like whoever ever yeah. you know switch to the switch yeah that. like they have to make the first yeah. change yeah and it's got to be i mean they'll feel pressure from the market but that Definitely, market pressure yeah. has got to be big and and i think they are starting to feel it and i think that's good but mm. i think it's really important that we support um, businesses that have managed to make success out Definitely. of being sustainable. And and so, yeah, I mean, are there brands, people, um, 
yeah organizations that especially local because mm. i want to also feature more local <laughs> companies and that kind of thing but yeah like shout out some some brands that that you think are doing some cool work sure. or people. Um, there are so many people doing their thing and it's so incredible to see i work with so many amazing people that are just killing it out mm. there um <clears throat> margo she's one of my she calls me her eco princess <laughs> oh i love her so much um she's definitely supported me so much through everything um you know even like some people that have like supplied me with products and things like that they've been with me every step of the way mm. uh the firelight is one of my first one of my first products one of my favorites their their firelight is made out of used coffee beans i was in coffee i was like what the oh it smells amazing and they're actually school friends of my mom's and oh, they're amazing they're so supportive mm. um it's so hard to list them all mm. because there's so many people doing their thing yeah i mean for instance dove yeah. Dove. Mm. I went to Checkers the other day and one of the other small things to try and do is switch to, you know, cool yeah. free brands, things like that. Yeah. I stood in the shampoo aisle for like half an hour trying to find a brand that was cruelty and vegan friendly. Mm. Dove was the only one there. Shout out Dove. Dove. Also like sponsor the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's so hard to mm. list them all. And I don't, I know I've listed like two or three people, but mm. I don't want to miss anyone mm. important. Yeah. So like everyone that's ever been there for me, supported me, shared mm. my story, things like that. You guys yeah. are heroes. My mom, my boyfriend. Oh my goodness. I could never have been where I am today without them. Mm. Definitely. Sure. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a whole variety of products that you've got here. <laughs> Stationaries. I love the station. I'm yeah, very I think it's beautiful. Uh, coffee file. I'm a coffee addict. Mm. So I just like the idea of the coffee. Exactly. Part. Used coffee I mean, beans, reuse them. That's coffee file. That's it's very amazing. efficient. And I can only imagine it would smell nice. It smells amazing. Sure. <laughs> I'm probably going to have to make make a purchase there. Um, yeah. And then so, what, yeah. Are, what are some of these other things? There's so, some skin care stuff. Yeah. We've got of this face wash called Be Human. It's from Singapore. Okay. Uh, I'm the only one in South Africa that has it at the moment. It's very, exclusive. it's very exclusive. Um, it's a a powdered base face wash. Okay. So I'm bitch. You probably know all of our skincare products, mm. face washes, things like that. They have like seventy percent water. Mm. So you know the the shipping industry mm. puts a lot of strain on mm. the environment, things like that. So why ship? A product that water. is 70% water that we have at home. Mm. So this is purely powder-based. It's amazing. Oh, so you just mix it? Yeah. You take some powder in your hand, put some water. There you go. And I've had some amazing, like, people report back. It it does some amazing stuff. It's really good. It smells amazing. It looks beautiful. My mind's blown as to why <laughs> more things don't do that. But anyways. We'll you see, the small little things. Just yeah. think some things through you know i think that's like people just need to like think think through the life cycle of a product we're so used to the way things depth, are made and then just go why don't we do that why, why? <laughs> yeah how was the un summit what was oh. that all about <laughs> like i can't believe i forgot to ask about that but like oh give it me was, the spiel it was like a mind-blowing experience because um you know I don't even know how it came about. I got this email one day. I think I was at school. I came home from school and obviously I didn't have my phone with me. And my mom got my emails and that for me so long. And I got in the car and she was like, she told me what happened. Obviously, we looked into it first. 
um, we looked into it and that, um, made sure everything was legit and it was really happening because it was kind of like, a, this can't be real. Yeah, am I being <laughs> um, scammed? <laughs> exactly. And it was like a month in advance. Sure. So I was like, okay. Plan sure. better, UN. Yo, I... <laughs> <laughs> Give me more time to prepare. So, yeah, we went there. I think it was like five days in New York. So they gave us accommodation, things like that. We stayed at the YMCA, which oh, was like this little hostel vibe. Mm. It was really cool. And we got to attend one of the climate marches, one of the like peaceful mm. protests in New York City. And there were like over 250,000 people. Shoot. It was a huge one. Um, Willow Smith was there and Jaden Smith. And Did you meet them? I didn't, but they performed. And oh, that would be incredible. It was, it was incredible. There was that. We got to, you know, take over the streets of New York together. Mm. Did a few interviews there as well. Um, and then the actual UN summit happened. It was really cool. There were some amazing speakers that we got to listen to. Um, it wasn't really much like an interactive thing, more like mm. we were just watching. Okay. So it was really interesting to hear. Uh, Greta was there. Mm. She was there. Um, I was having like a little fangirl moment. Mm. Um, she didn't say much because there was obviously, this was the youth summit. So the actual summit yeah. was happening a few days later, which okay, she was going yeah. to speak at. So at least she was there. I got mm. to hear her say a few words. So that was really awesome. So oh, it was incredible to be given that opportunity mm. and to be thought of and, you know, be a few youth that were actually there from yeah. South Africa. Yeah, It was quite a... A represent South Africa yeah. moment. It was awesome. And yeah. To get to see New York, it was. Yeah, I mean, sure. you got to see New York, which is yeah. a great thing. That to was do pretty anyways. cool. And then, yeah, I <laughs> I'll mean, take it. Yeah, and then kind of the acknowledgement yeah. is. So that also come out of Safer Fishy, I'd, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. I think. Look, I still to this day don't really know how it came about. Mm. Um, if they saw an article, I know some of these things you apply for mm. or you just like send in your resume mm. which my mom and I we both kind of just send things mm. in wherever you know see yeah. what happens from it and then that somehow we get this email like months later and I'm like I don't remember but maybe I did mm. so I think it was one of those moments okay yeah amazing shout out to moms just oh. in general sure but especially Zoe's mom I love you mom <laughs> and I love you too mom <laughs> um, cool I mean let's get practical I mean, mm. we're gonna cut this a little bit out and put it on instagram so that people can share yes. it and stuff but do you have three to five like simple little tips for people on how to kind of contribute to mm. the world a bit more sustainably and have a, a more positive yeah. impact on on their their planet and their environment i think look support where you can um a lot of people share things and that mm. and say that they want to help and everything come to a beach cleanup Cool. Come and help. Like, there are so many. I know so many people hosting beach clubs all over the place. Um, I do one. I do like two a month. Okay. Um, everything's on Facebook at Save a Fishy. You can check where we go there. Things like that. Beach cleanups. Um, taking your own bags to the shop. Refusing Super plastic easy. bags. It's so easy. Refusing single-use plastics. Mm. I don't use straws anymore. I didn't bring them with because everybody has mm. a straw now yeah. take your own straws wherever you go um if i go and get a coffee or anything i take my own mug yeah. things like that um switching off your lights when you leave the rooms little little things yeah. that you kind of like mm. unless i do this it doesn't really make a difference but just make them a part of your routine exactly because you'd be so surprised mm. 
I think it's it's so important to to encourage those little things because re- the world's not going to be saved by a few people, you yeah. know, who are that vegan and don't drive cars and yeah. yeah, like live on little farms mm. because that doesn't help it's change the culture. And and it's just putting ultimately we have to change the culture. The culture mm. has to change, and you know that happens way more through people meeting one another where they're at you know realizing that we've got so much more in common mm. than we do that sets us apart and you know going okay cool where what can you do like yeah. how can we help you do these things like what advice do you need not imposing judgment over mm. oh well you're not like, vegan so you... you must be evil and look everyone like, makes mistakes like yeah. i I still sometimes, you know, I'll forget my bags in the car. Mm. I'll forget my bags at mm. home and I need to take a, pa- mm. a plastic bag. But either way, I reuse it at home. Mm. I don't buy like rubbish bin bags. Yeah, I just exactly. my shopping bags. Yeah, so. exactly. I mean, and I think I do that as well. Like yeah. we've got all the reusable bags and sometimes I'm in a rush and I forget them. And yeah, it's okay. <laughs> and it's fine. It's okay. You know, the fact that you're doing it sometimes is better than not doing it exactly. at all. Exactly. And exactly, like you said, mm. like... Once you've got that plastic bag, don't throw it away because then you're being I silly. I don't think I've ever thrown away a plastic bag. Yeah, like, they're it's useful. a free bag. Yeah, why are you throwing away plastic bags? Yeah. Recycle them. Make an eco brick. You know, start one of those fine. up. They're super easy. You just put it in the kitchen, fill a Coke bottle. It's yeah. really not that hard. Um, Recycling. There's so many things. Yeah. And so many things online. Yeah. So many articles, lists that you can look at. Yeah. Things you wouldn't even think of that are actually making mm. such a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. Food waste is one that's a mm. pet peeve to me. <laughs> like, it, there's, um, I, I'm f- convinced that there is data on this. I can't quote it, so go check it out. But food waste is a bigger problem than the eating of meat. Yeah, oh. It's an oversimplification of things. Mm. But if we we waste something like 30% of our food yeah. especially in the western world and in first world mm. like we waste up to 30% of our food sure. and it's way more important to reduce that than it's it's better to reduce your food waste than it is to stop eating meat that's true you see you learn or things do every both. day <laughs> if you can cool <laughs> but just make Portion control. Don't make more mm. food than you're actually going to eat and you That's actually true. need. Don't, you know, there's so many small things you can do to just make your life a little bit less negatively impactful and, and kind of start flipping that carbon footprint mm. positive. Sure. Um, That's incredible. Yeah. Okay. Monologue time. I don't know if you have anything <laughs> on your mind, but um, this is your moment to talk to the camera and, and tell the people what's what's on your mind something that you're passionate about at the moment Yo, do your thing if i could say anything to everyone and what i always want everyone to leave with after you know listening to me speak is believe in yourself and trust me you can make a difference like every small difference just switching your life up a little bit you won't believe the difference it's making and that's always like my my, my life model is every little bit helps every little difference just do that little thing support one another we do it together. We do it for our future as a youth, you know. Mm. We do it for our future and for my future kids to have a swimming pool because I know, you know, water is a big thing as well for us. Have a future, be able to go to the beach without dodging things and know what a turtle is, such little things like that. So just believe in yourself. Every small difference helps, trust me. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's kind of the moral of the whole story is... Yeah, it's not one big change. Yeah, it's yeah. the world will be saved by a bunch of people making a lot of very small changes. I like because that. that's, that's what we can sustain. And, yeah. and, and as people, we, you know, we're not perfect beings by mm-hmm. a long shot. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm f- very far from perfect. <laughs> I, yeah, Definitely same. You know, and, and that's okay. Accept that, you know one of my little things is hold yourself more to a standard of constant improvement than con- than perfection because yeah. you, that's exhausting you're never going to attain it and mm. you're going to feel shit afterwards mm. like you know hold yourself to a standard of you know today i'm going to try and be a bit better than i was tomorrow and even if you don't than i was yesterday and even if you don't do that the fact that you're trying yeah. is what matters mm. and hold yourself to that that's that's what I really that. matters yeah so that's that's pretty much it for us thank you so much for for coming in and chatting and sharing your story and thank you it's been such a such an interesting conversation for me like i said this is very much a excuse to have conversations that i want to (laughs) have and yeah thank you so much for coming in and thank you for what you're doing and um helping the planet Mm. it's so important and it's so incredible seeing uh the youth Mm. leading that that charge and congratulations on on everything you've achieved it's really quite remarkable thank you to everybody who's hey if there's anyone listening to the live stream and watching thank you so much really appreciate (laughs) it and thank you to those who watch and listen to the either listen to the audio on whatever platform you're using if you're watching the video thank you so much yeah like we said it's all about sharing these conversations and spreading the word and and yeah facilitating these conversations happening more and yeah trying to change the culture so if you've enjoyed this if you've gained something insightful from it please give it a share uh we would love to yeah see these conversations being spread Mm. if you have suggestions for people to have on the show um feel free to drop them in whatever is here you can also email us on kayacreativestudios at gmail.com uh with any recommendations any questions do your thing um like this on whatever platform you're doing it on because not for my vanity but because then more people will see it Uh, (laughs) subscribe so that you can listen to more cool conversations that we have with other people like zoe and yeah share this episode share some snippets there'll be cool snippets on our instagram that you can share and yeah generally thank you so much for listening and and being a part of this conversation i know it feels like we're just talking to a camera but no, there, the people there's on people the other there. end are, are part of the conversation too so thank <laughs> you for go. being a part of the conversation and we hope that you continue to be a part of the conversation yes all our love thank you goodbye <laughs>